Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special spoilers review episode of the Collider Games YouTube channel, or, or you're listening to the YouTube, uh, or sorry, the Collider podcast. My name's Dennis Zen. I'm here with... What's up, guys? It's your boy, Dorian. And I'm super excited to talk about this one today. We're talking about the very highly talked about, highly hyped, highly controversial Last of Us Part 2. Um, I'm excited to talk about this um, because... With the spoiler review, we don't have to kind of like tell people like our thoughts, but then not have anything to back it up because right. we don't want to spoil anything for anyone. No, we're going to go full spoilers. So if you haven't played the game yet and you haven't finished it yet, uh, it took me, I think, 26 hours, 27 yeah. hours to finish it. I'm like it. right about there. Like, I, thankfully, I, was, I had some help and I was playing, like able to burn through a little bit of it uh, in the middle. So it was about 25, 26 hours for me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we want to talk about this game. Very hyped. Uh, I mean, overall thoughts, I I love the story. Uh, the game's not perfect. There are some gameplay issues and some pacing issues. But in terms of the story and the characters, you know, I, I loved it. Um, it is a bit too long. Um, it could have been parred down. But there, I think there's reasons for that that we'll talk about later. But overall, I think it's one of my favorite games of the year. This along with Half Life Alex, um, and it's one of the best games along with Half Life Alex that I've played in a while. Obviously, there there's things that we're going to go into. What are your overall thoughts? Same, same for you. Like I generally love this game from start to finish. As I was playing it, like there we'll talk about we'll go into details about some of the story plots that happened at first. I was like, oh, I don't know if I like that. But as the story progressed and as we were able to play, I genuinely found myself loving this game more and more. And by the time we finished it, like I just finished about a couple like an hour within an hour ago. I'm just a ball of emotions right now. Like I, I have a smile on my face because I love the game overall, but on the inside, I'm still just heartbroken and emotional just because I of everything that's been happening over the like me playing the past few days it's been ridiculous but just in general i absolutely love the game and i i i know we'll talk about it more but just i don't understand i think if you absolutely play through it i don't understand like the amount of controversy and backlash this game has been getting because as at first i was playing it and i was like ah i don't know if i'm gonna like abby oh i don't know if I, like i don't know i don't know how i feel about her killing joel and then me having to play as her but as we mm-hmm. progressed, I was like, no, nah, I, I get what they were trying to do. And I get the story they were trying to tell. I disagree with you on some of the, the pacing issues. Mm-hmm. And for me, and for me in specific, I think I would have loved it a lot more. I would have loved it faster had they just restructured, like, how some of the things happened, like, the sequence of events. Like, I wish we would have played Abby. Like, I wish they would have gave us Abby more, uh, earlier on and then, like, kind of mirrored her and Ellie's story. Like, kind of give us a back and forth rather mm-hmm. than us playing as Ellie the whole time and then playing as Abby the whole time. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, there are things that I understand that are valid criticisms and I understand uh, how things might uh, rub people the wrong way, but they did them with a purpose. I mean, let's get into kind of the controversy. You know, I think a lot of it had to do, and I mentioned this, you know, uh, in some of my comments to other people uh, after I, I, I tweeted out my, my initial thoughts. It's the Game of Thrones star wars last jedi thing you know it's mm-hmm. like people were expecting one thing and when they didn't get it they you know went nuts you know and like i said it's not that there isn't valid criticism of the game but there was a lot of people coming out against this game when they hadn't even played it yet remember because right. they just the leaks happened 
they heard about what happened in the story and they were like, oh, that's it. I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it. Or this game sucks, blah, blah, blah. And then look, if you did sit down and play the game all the way through and you still didn't like it, that's your opinion. That's a fair opinion. But all these other things that like is a bunch of like noise. Um, and I only take people seriously if they actually played the game. Yeah, if you've sat through and played, and especially like I, I, it was pissing me off. You saw a lot of people like, oh, this is a social justice warrior game. Oh, they're like pandering to social justice warriors. Like, bro, no, like this is it's 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 a simple game. Like this, the story concept they introduced and everything like that. It was it's it's a fine game overall. It's not like they were trying to push some type of agenda, which just it was a beside. Like I was just like, what are they? What are why are people complaining about that aspect of it when that had nothing to do with this at all? So just in general, like I. I I, like you said, I understand some of the the people's criticisms, especially when like if they saw the leaks and then didn't want to play it. I'm like, bro, no, give it a chance. Especially, I think a lot of people were turned off just because you get you you get you killed you killed Joel and then you have to play as Abby. And that that for me, it took me. I'm not gonna lie. Like after after we see Joel get killed, I I had to put down the game for an hour, so I just had to step away, just like. All right, let me let me chill, and then especially when you started playing as Abby, like I had to. T- it, I'm not gonna lie, it took me a second to get really like start to feel for her character, start to like really wanna to play as her because I'm not gonna lie, some of the times like if you die as Abby or something like that, I'm like, well, I'm not tripping about it. She did kill Joel, but as we as the game progressed on, and and especially when she's introduced to some other other characters, we'll talk about like Lev. I, I really enjoyed their dynamic and how like I, I really started to empathize with her and still start to feel for the character because as you as you see her story, you realize it's like they're all everybody's not like nobody's a good or bad guy in this. They're yeah. all just trying to survive, and I think that's the message they were trying to get across, and I think they executed it re- really well. Yeah, well, let's talk about the, the the biggest thing that people are upset about is one Joel's death slash, you know, you don't get to play as 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 Joel, you know, um, and, and he's not in the game very much. And you know, I saw people screaming and complaining about, uh, oh, the trailers tricked us into thinking Joel's in it a lot, and like, which is funny because you you know my whole history with the first Last of Us and how it took me forever to finish it because mm-hmm. of technical reasons, and so. I actually saw. Remember the teaser trailer they had for Last of Us, like yeah, it was uh, a year ago. At three or which one? Yeah, the, the, it was at, like maybe the, a year or two ago. Or I can't even remember. I, I basically I saw the trailer for Last of Us Part Two, and I saw gameplay footage of Last of Us uh, Part Two before I had finished Part One. I had assumed Joel had died already. Like okay, it, like having not finished the first one. So I assumed I was like. Oh, here's it's Ellie's the main character. You don't really see Joel. And then when he popped up in the teaser trailer or one of the trailers, I was like, well, I still think he's going to die. And, <laughs> and you're not the main focus is on Ellie and you're not really going to play with him. I, you know, I was, you know, one of the things I speculated was like, how much is he going to be in this game? And the, the, the answer is not a lot, but enough. Um, I- I agree with you. Yeah, not a not a lot. I, I I agree with you on that. I just wish I'm fine with the death and I'm fine how it happened. I like I said earlier. I just wish they would have placed it a little. It didn't even have to be in the middle of the game. It, I just wish they would have like waited just a, yeah, a little, uh, just a little bit longer. And like I said, maybe thrown us. And maybe you give us a little bit of Abby's backstory where you do the flashbacks of her before you lead up into into Joel's death. That way we I, I could understand a little bit more why she was doing the things she was doing rather than just, all right, 
kill him and then we get the we we get the all the ramifications and all the play out next like i would have liked just a little bit of you uh pace a little bit more diligence doesn't have to be in the middle of the game but give us a little bit more of abby before you actually do the big joel death that way i'm like although i'm not super although i'm pissed at her but i i, I kind of get where she's coming from rather than oh we kill joel and then i'm i'm already because right after he she killed joel i'm like I'm I'm pissed. I I don't want to I don't want to see this character no more. I'm pissed. Like I was upset, but then we get to see all the play out afterwards, which then brought me back to to Team Abby and Team Ellie. But yeah, just I I I agree with some of the criticism with Joel's death, but I think it was necessary, especially if you look like out of all the stuff he did in the last game. Like he's he's collected some bodies, and everybody's not innocent in it. So it's not like he was a, a true out hero. But at the end of the day, like. I, I, I was fine with the death. I just wish it would have played a little bit differently. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it happening a little bit later in the game because it happens very, very early. Yeah, that's, I, it's a, yeah that's, I think that's the thing that kind of threw me off. Just like, oh, kill him. And then, like I said, I had to come, I had to take a little break and then just revisit and take like a, a moment because that that really hurt me, my boy Joel. Especially when Manny, when that that dude Manny spits on him. I'm so glad. Oh, we're, we're, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but I'm so glad Tommy shot him in the eye. Like, I'm so glad it was him that got back at uh, when Manny and, uh, when Manny and, and, uh, um, Abby were were trying to run across the bridge to him. Like I was so glad that uh, Joel was. I mean, Tommy was the one to kill him because I was pissed. Yeah. he spit on him. Like that was disrespectful as hell. Yeah, and you know, with Joel's character, obviously his death comes early, but it's not like it's the last time you see him. You mm-hmm. have uh, several flashbacks with him. You have a mission with him. Well, you have two missions with him. You have one at the zoo. It's less of a mission and more of like a. Uh, kind of a relationship piece between him and Ellie. And, you know, it's probably the, one of the most touching scenes in the whole, like, I want to say like a movie or TV yeah. series, but because that's how it felt like. Um, and, but at the zoo where he gets the tape from NASA, the astronauts going to space and giving that to Ellie because he knows how much she loves. She wanted to be an astronaut, you know, and listening to that, one of the touching scenes, you get the mission at the hotel where they fight the bloater. Um, you have the, the sequence where Ellie goes back to Colorado to the Firefly base and then Joel follows her and then they uh, basically he get she gets the truth from him and that get causes a division between the two. And then obviously the end flashback as well. It, it ends with a flashback between Ellie and Joel. That broke me. Like I'm, I'm glad they ended on that because I thought the last time that like the the previous scene where they when they showed Ellie actually confronting Joel and just yelling at him and I was like, oh, that's the last time that they actually got to see each other before he died before all the events happened. But I'm glad that they they wrapped it up with showing us that little flashback of them two kind of talking and kind of like addressing everything and just kind of like even though she's like i'm not going to forgive you but like we're still we'll still like be cool and we'll still be, we'll still go from here and then so ending it on that instead of them having like a bitter battle between like what happened in that in the in the cafeteria or, or the the lobby or whatever i'm glad that they ended it on a somber note rather than that because that, that that broke me even and, and i'm just sad that at the end of the day, like Ellie is now like by herself, like she don't got Dina, she doesn't have anybody. And I was kind of hoping when she went back to the farm that maybe Dina left a note like where she's gonna be or something. But like, nah, Dina's gone now. She's just Ellie's truly by herself, and it just it, it it left me a little bit sad. But that's like I think that's the whole message of the game is like they even said like 
even her song was like, if I lose you, like, I'm nothing. So, like, she lost show and she basically had to do what she had to do to, 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 to I don't know, man. It just, it, it broke me and it was, it was really sad. But I think, I think they delivered it perfectly. What, what do you, what do you think about the, uh, you know, always there's fan theories. There's a fan theory going around that actually Ellie going back there was, um, was post going back to Jackson. And that she had already gone because they someone said like her the bracelet on her hand what that she that she had given look into it later she I guess the bracelet that she has when she goes to the farm she doesn't have when she fights Abby and it, I think it was something she had given it was something Dina had given to her but she gave it back to Dina or something like like that and then she has it when she goes back to the farm and supposedly people are saying that, Oh, she had already gone back to Jackson, Wyoming and she just went back to the farm to get stuff or whatever. She thought about, you know, getting the guitar or whatnot, Mm. but she ends up not being able to play it, you know, because of her fingers. Anyway, that's, that's a whole other thing that speaking of guitars, Ellie doesn't know how to put guitars back in a goddamn case. What was up with that? The whole that, that's not a pet peeve or anything. That's just something I noticed. Like anytime there was a guitar, like at the theater or whatever, she'd pick it up, take it out of his case, play it, and then just leave it. Like, well, put put it back. What you like? Respectful. Like you gotta, we gotta maintain this for the next person. I was I was pissed about that, but it, it's not it's not serious. But I thought that was yeah. fun. So so speaking of Abby, you know that's the other big controversy. Obviously, Joel's death is I think the biggest one. People are upset. One. That it happened, and two, you and me agree, a little too early, a little later would have been better. But the other point is with Abby, one, playing as her character, um, and two, just um, her killing Joel. Like you said before, the whole purpose of her character and why you play as her is that you can get her perspective, her side. And if you, you objectively look at the situation... She did what Ellie would do. And the whole point of her character is that she's a mirror to Ellie. Yeah. She's a different, like, she's, remember, Ellie lost her father figure in Joel recently in the story. Abby lost her several years before uh, Joel killing her. And you see that perspective of why she wants to kill Joel. If you think about it, that's the same reason Ellie wants to kill Abby. Say so they, they do a lot of things to relate abby to ellie like one she loves going to the aquarium instead of the zoo you get to see her collecting coins instead of trading cards so they do all these things to mirror what ellie's doing uh but in a different way yeah and that, and i'm glad you brought that up because dave trump going over on clotter.com he kind of wrote a spoiler uh, fill article about it and he's and one thing that really uh, stuck with me was that he said the only real difference between ellie and abby is that we met ellie first we got to know her her story first in the in the first game so we have that familiarity but let's say if we were put in the positions where you flip the first game where it's telling abby's perspective we would just we would be just as empathetic because as like we said as the story progressed at first, when I was playing with Abby and the, the first couple hours, I was just like, all right, I'm going to just buckle down. Let me groove into it. But as a, like as the story progressed and as we kept going with her character, the more hours I spent with her, the more time you got to see her her vulnerabilities, especially when she was trying to care for Yara and Lev and just look out for them. And by the end of it, when she when she basically was like, when uh, Lev was like saying, those are your people that killed my sister, blah, blah, blah. She was like, no, you're my people. And I was like, oh, all 
All right. Like, it, it, and it kind of, it kind of mirrored. It was basically like her. She's basically the Joel, and Liv is the the new Ellie. So I kind of mm-hmm. like how they they mirrored that story. And basically, by the end of it, she's willing to kill the wolf. She's willing to kill, uh, kill, uh, kill the scars for these two kids. And I thought that was just brilliant storytelling. And also, the girl, my girl Yara, she went out like a G. I'm so I'm so sad about her death, but I'm glad that she went out like that. First, she lost her arm, and then was fighting the whole time with one arm and then went out took isaac out and then got killed but i respect her for that i think she had one of the most dignifying deaths versus i wish we would have got a little bit more a little bit more care for for jesse's death i think like they it felt like his just got like glanced over like get shot and then nobody nobody brought his name up again until the very end when we saw his kid but besides that like i wish we would have got a little bit more attention from my boy jesse because i thought he was a cool character yeah, when Jesse got shot and Tommy got shot, I was like, oh, maybe one of them survived. I mean, if both of them survived, it would be kind of stupid, you know? It'd be unrealistic. Um, but they chose Tommy instead because, you know, obviously you see him later. And they, they did that because they wanted to use him as the motivating factor for Ellie to go back to kill Abby. Because, you know, if Tommy hadn't come, there's no... Sh- I don't think she would have gone. I don't think she would have either. And I would have... And I honestly would have just been fine with the story ending like that like kind of reminding i thought they was going to do like the uncharted 4 route where you get the post game of them just living their their lives happily like just seeing what happened after that i would have been perfectly fine if they would have just left it like let let ellie and and dina be happy with their kid but you know there's not there's no happy ending to this so i I, i'm fine with how they did it but i would have just i would have been fine with that being like the post story and you ending it right there but um yeah I, i i'm i'm interested to see what if they will do anything next but um one critique i did have and it's not even a a major critique is i hated killing the dogs like i cringed every time like i had to like i tried my best to actively avoid the dogs so when we did get to play as abby i was happy that we got to throw like throw the ball around and actually get to pet them no dogs were harmed during abby's section so i'm i'm happy about that but yeah that was that 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 hurt me a little bit having to kill all those dogs like even if they're fake like a dog is a dog like it was it made me cringe a little bit yeah. So, and then speaking of Abby, you know, yeah, you mentioned uh, uh, before we started talking about like the death threats that 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 the the yeah. actress actress is getting. Uh, Laura Bailey. She uh, she recently tweeted out. She just posted like she usually doesn't like to talk about these things, but she just showed that she was getting a bunch of like just gross death threats about her character. And it's like, bro. First of all. It's a video game. So regardless of yeah. how you feel about the story, like this is a fictional story that has no impact on your personal life. Like this will not impact you in any way. So you for for you to to seek out the actress, the voice actress who plays a role and that at the end of the day, it is a role. She was paid to do this, like to seek her out and acting like she was the main person writing the story or whatever, like any like just seeking her out and, and sending her hyenas things was just ridiculous. And that's in itself is unexcusable and if you if you're the one per anybody doing that you have to like just sit back and really reevaluate your life if you're getting yeah. just pissed off about sending death threats to a, a a young girl who's just trying to play a role sending death threats to anybody in general well, but just like the, these the writer too um neil yeah. Druckmann, uh neil Druckmann and Haley gross uh wrote this this story and and neil Druckmann showed a bunch of like hate and death threats that he was getting it's like dude look you could not like what happened but remember right. they created these characters they're in charge of what if you don't like what they did you can you can voice that opinion you can be upset you can you can hate the game if you want but like when you start threatening physical harm to people who behind it's it's like 
the the sense of reality like where where are yeah. you where, where are it's, you living scary. you know it's it's ridiculous and i'm glad i'm glad naughty dog even addressed and they put out a statement just saying like we don't condone any of this especially towards our actors so at the end of the day like guys please i, I don't think any of the collider fans or anything like that if you have an opinion about this game don't t- don't seek out the actual actors or actresses that are voicing these characters because at the end of the day they're just signed up for a role they're voicing a character they have nothing to do with the story itself but at the end of the day it is a fictional game and I I, I want to reiterate that this is a fictional game and nobody's going to be affected in real life by this game. So you shouldn't be sending death threats or anything like it's it's unexcusable and we won't stand. For yeah. That. Yeah, uh, it's definitely is even like if you think about it, like, OK, the chances of someone falling through on this are, are very, very little. However, you're causing emotional uh, pain to someone who one he, hears this and two, especially if they're if they're women. They're, they'll be even more fearful, you know, of, oh, mm-hmm. you know, ne- the next time they meet fans, you know, they're like, oh, is this person a real fan or are these one of those crazy people, you know? Anyways, speaking of the voice acting, voice acting is fantastic in, the, in this game. You know, we, we talked to, to Troy Baker a, a few weeks ago on the day at launch. Uh, you and me hadn't finished. We had only yeah. started the game. We hadn't finished yet. So I, I don't even think I we had gotten to Joel's death at that point, right? No, we uh, we didn't talk about it at all. We I have I didn't even get to at that point by the time I started uh, interviewing him. So we didn't uh, I, we didn't get to talk about that or anything. We, we got to hit him back up and see if he's got some yeah spoiler uh, spoiler spoiler talk with us. Um, and you have a- Ashley Johnson as Ellie taking the lead this this time uh, instead of uh, Joel. And you have Lori Bailey as Abby, as we mentioned. Uh, Shan, uh, Stephen Chang as Jesse, which uh, has connection to our last interview with Dante Bosco. Uh, Dante Bosco joined uh, Artificial Season 3, which Stephen Chang, the guy that does Jesse's voice, does like the main villain in that what? show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so wow. That's, that's all crazy. connected. It's all connected. Damn, that's that's uh, dope. I, I I thought his character was dope. For his, I mean, he wasn't a short-lived character, but I I, um, I thought he was. He thought, cool. thought he was a cool he was character. A good guy. He was a good guy. You know. Him uh, and and then yeah, we got Jesse, uh, Dina, um, Shannon Woodward, which is funny because like I, I was looking on YouTube and they had like Dina plays uh, Last of Us Part Two, and it was the woman they used. As the face model, oh, for the, yeah, but yeah. She, but she doesn't do the voice. So uh, Shannon Woodward does the voice. So they had someone else as the face model and someone else as as the. I, I don't know if they do that for Joel as well because obviously that's not Troy Baker's face. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they do someone else's face and and same with I don't know uh, Ellie as well. Um, you had Patrick Fugit as as Owen. Uh, people know him at least I know him from Almost Famous. Jeffrey Wright as Isaac. That was Jeffrey Wright. Oh wow. And, okay. and, all yeah. right, I, what like as I saw Isaac, I was like, you know, he looks from like like he looked familiar to somebody, and then now you're saying Jeffrey Wright, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I recognize his voice from from Westworld, um, and Alejandra Eda as as Manny. So yeah, voice acting fantastic all all the way around. Um, you know, we had the music score by Gustavo Santaolalla. I, I can't pronounce his last name, but he did the also the first one. You know. That that Last of Us kind of theme song is, is mm-hmm. there. Um, my boys, uh, Pearl Jam with the Future Days song, which is funny to see. Like all of a sudden, the song like blow up. Um, yeah. And like, if you go to like the YouTube channel and you go to the actual video for the original song, it's like 
Joel brought me here. Joel saw oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, R.I.P. Joel. It's just funny. It's like, oh, I, you know, I've known this song for since it came out in uh, 2013 for seven years, and now it's like finally taking a whole it new out. fan base. Exactly. Uh, which is interesting because there's other songs in the game, but then there's songs that we heard in trailers, like the the Depeche Mode Truth Face song that that remember the whole controversy with with uh, the other girl who did a cover and they copied that cover and oh, they didn't no. get credit and she got credit. That's not in the game. It's uh, it's just in the trailer. There's like mm. certain songs that they use just in the trailers. Oh well, I thought the the score in general like I like I guess I wasn't paying attention like heavenly to that but i like just in the background just in my ear i thought it was it was it was pretty good like just the score just the action the music itself like no real complaints on that end like whatsoever or anything like that i thought that was fine the the voice acting like we said amazing i i don't think did you uh do we get to highlight uh do we know who the voice actresses are for for living uh yara i'm not uh, sure let me take a look let me take a look Levin yara i think Lev. Those, I, Lev is Ian Alexander, who uh, I don't recognize him. And then Yara is Victoria Grace. I honestly think those were those, those two. Oh. Yeah, I'm not familiar with her as well. I think um, those two characters really like, really solidify like how, how much. It, how much I really started to appreciate it. Like with those characters, when, once those characters were really introduced and we got to follow them to, all together, that's when I really was like, all right, I'm Team Abby. Like I'm empathetic towards her. She's she's really won me over, especially how hard she was fighting for those two kids. For her, for her, I think it really showed growth in her. For her to be willing to travel back to that island to get Lev and then bring them back, and then also like shout out to Lev. He he killed it on on top of like he lost his mom and his daughter in, in one mm-hmm. night and still was battling. So. Oh, sister, sister, my bad, my bad. Yeah, it was, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, I, I feel sad for that kid, but he's a, he's a fighter, and I, I really enjoyed his character. He reminded, he reminded me of a little, like people I saw in the comments were calling him like the Avatar, like Aang, and I, I thought that was yeah, yeah. funny. But, but he, he was a badass little dude. I'm, I'm excited. If there is a Last of Us Part Three, if they ever do that, I would want to follow his character. If they, if they ever want to do something like that down the road. Yeah. Um. So to, to me, Abby's character and being able to play as her is one of the main points of the game is to it's show like her perspective. Happens. Yeah, like, you're just supposed to see, like, the circle of violence in the other side. Like, you're supposed to see, oh, there's a reason. Like, obviously, we love Joel. We don't want, to, don't want him to die. We love his relationship with Ellie. But coming, if you think, uh, uh, you know, objectively, from her perspective, of course she wants to kill Joel. To her, to her that's the, the monster that killed her father, you know, when she took her him out, you know, obviously we're traumatized. It reminded me of um, uh, of uh, Stephen Yun. Uh, what's his character's name again in Walking Dead? Why am I yeah, blanking? When Negan, when uh, Negan, yeah, Negan killed him. Yeah, Negan killed. Yeah. That's what it reminded me. I was like, oh, that, man, that's, that's that's what it reminded you. Okay, I I, I see. What did yeah. it remind you of? I, I don't know. It just I I don't know. It didn't remind me of a specific scene. Lent, I was just Lent. sitting there traumatized, just like I don't even. I it, that really just hurt my soul. I, I had to just walk away for a little bit, man. Like I'm still just anytime I think about that scene, and then they keep doing flashbacks. Like they kept doing little, especially when she had those little those, those little PSC flashbacks of his face. I was just like, bro, don't do this. Like, oh man, 
I, I don't want to really call it a critique, but I found it incredibly difficult beating the crap out of Ellie as Abby. Like, that That hurt my soul. I, I get what they were trying to do, and I think that's the emotion they wanted out of us because it was like, I, every time it was telling you to press square when you were choking her, I was like, no, I don't, I'm not going to press this. Like, no, I don't want to choke her, bro. Like, I, I know we're not going to kill her, but it was just like, that, that, that was incredibly difficult to do. And I think those are the emotions they were trying to stir within you, but that was just like so difficult and like I said again I think my biggest critique would have been I just wish they would have kind of just instead of having it be for like hours on with Ellie and then hours uh like half the game with Abby just kind of find a way to restructure it to where you you can see like the days since their stories were taking place simultaneously rather than do three days and then do like a, a another flashback because I found it a little bit confusing when we were with Abby you did a flashback within a flashback and I'm like okay where are we at in the story and then you do a flashback backwards again so I don't know it was just the when when it came to those little flashbacks uh when it was doing the storytelling on Abby's side of things I just found it a little bit confusing at times but overall I just wish they would have kind of spliced her story up wove it in uh, more at the beginning with the, especially with her as a young kid and then and then the death and then kind of followed the the same type of storytelling with their three days in Seattle and mirrored back and forth with Ellie rather than them doing a whole chunk by themselves and then a whole chunk because then at the end when you played with at when you play it you, you like play as Ellie for a short little bit with uh, the Dina and then you switch immediately back to Abby like I would have liked to have a little bit more time with Ellie before you like actually go off and try to when you fight Abby at the end like I don't know I just wish there was a it was split up just a little bit more evenly yeah I mean when when you're Abby and you're fighting Ellie obviously you know we've had much more time with Ellie um you know I, I didn't want to hurt Ellie but at the same time even at the very end when you play as Ellie and you're fighting Abby it's like you don't want her to kill her I mean to you I know, know I, as a yeah. For for me, it was like, oh, you wanted to me. It was like Abby already let Ellie live twice, you know. Like first with you know when she kills Joel, and then second when when uh the, in, in the, the theater. theater. Yeah. And to me, that one was like, okay, if that happens, this is where it ends, right? Yeah. Like she let her live. She's on the farm. She's living her a good life with Dina. That's the end of the the circle of violence. But just end it right there. Just end it right there, man. Yeah, Tommy. Tommy came up and messed everything up, man. Just end it. I I wish they could have just been happy, but I don't know. I saw some people saying that it was a little bit of out of character for Tommy to come back and do that. But in my opinion, I think he would like he would still want to get uh, a vengeance for his brother, especially after Abby did like fucked up his leg and his eye and stuff like that. I, I think it was right for Tommy to like want to finally get vengeance. But I don't I don't know. I, I, I thought it was the right thing for him to do. But um, but yeah, just at, at like by the very end, when you're when you're actually fighting and you're choking Abby. I'm not going to say, like, I was rooting for it or anything, but I was like, I'm, I'm not, like, I, I didn't want Abby to die at by the end of it, but I was like, all right, I'm rooting for my girl Ellie now. Like, I'm back in the, like, I'm always going to be Team Ellie before anything. So I'm like, I'm, I am was fine with seeing her fight, but just, I, I by the time, I think they did a good job enough, by the time those two did fall, I was feeling empathy towards Abby because of everything that she endured along the journey. Yeah, and she also, at that point, she, look, Abby is just a physically more stronger person than ellie that's evidence that's why she if she didn't win that fight at the theater i was like that doesn't make any sense right um she's just her years and years yeah her punches look like they hurt bro like when i was like like she was swinging them things i was like damn she can hit like 
if she hit me in real life, I feel like I'd die just by one punch. Like, strong-ass muscles. Yeah. yeah, but by the time we find her at the end of the game, she's totally, you know, withered down. She lost a lot of her muscles. Yeah. She probably hasn't eaten or, or drank any water. I mean, to be honest, realistically, it would it would be a no-con. Like, Ellie beating her up would have been fairly easy because her body just would have been, you know not being able to handle it, but they, you know, wanted to make it more of an even, even fight there. Um, but if you think about it, the whole purpose, cause you think, okay, well, Ellie had all this, this life, this not perfect life, but a good life with Dina mm-hmm. moving forward. And she comes back. She doesn't end up killing Abby, but you get two things out of it. One, you get, uh, I think Ellie can finally come bring it to a close, some closure, even though she doesn't kill Abby. At right. least she took it to the point where she could have and chose not to. And then second, you're she's saving Abby, who who let her live twice, you know? So you kind of have that aspect to it. Yeah, so I, I, I completely agree with like how how everything ended with Abby and Ellie. I uh, specifically how when Abby like decided to to let them live at the theater, I thought I thought Dina was a goner for a second. I was like, bro, hell no, you can't kill Dina. And I, and I thought it like speaking of Dina, I'm glad she had some common sense. As soon as she found out she was pregnant, she was like, all right, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna stay here, stay not in the field, because you have Mel's dumbass. If you're Mel, um. Owen and Mel, like if you're if you're pregnant, if you're that much pregnant and you're showing, you have absolutely no reason to be on the field, bro. No. What are you doing out there? Like that was I'm not saying it was her fault or whatever, but like her you should have stayed back at the the the, the camp or whatever. Like there was no reason for you to be out. And that, that was kind of sad seeing Owen and, and Mel get killed because like I said, I'm I thought it was interesting storytelling how you see all of them get killed and then you get their you get all of the, the their backstories. Like I yeah. thought that I thought that was kind of cool. But it was sad seeing especially Owen seeing him get killed. But I, I, I was just pissed at Mel. Like what are you doing? You're like six, seven months pregnant, you're about to have a kid, take your ass home. Like Dina was like was a couple weeks pregnant and she was like, all right, I'm calling it no more battles for me. Common sense. But just in general, uh, going back to that, the the ending fight, I thought that was a great conclusion because I would have felt some type of way had Ellie gone through with killing Abby and just outright just leaving at that, especially with uh, Lev on the on the boat about to damn near die. So I'm glad that they showed the that there was empathy. Like, although she wanted to, although she wanted closer, she did have to just like this isn't right. Like Abby saved my life or not. She spared my life twice. Like, let's. Let's, this is my closure right here. Like I think Joel would have wanted me to end it how I'm ending it. Yeah, because the last kind of flashback before I think she's about to kill Abby when she doesn't is instead of the seeing Joel's face like you know uh, messed up being messed up, it's it's him with the guitar. Uh, playing on the on the porch uh, and speaking of you're talking about like Owen's death and Mel's death like that's kind of the, the whole reason why you play as Abby because when you play as Ellie and you kill them both obviously you know killing a pregnant woman is is terrible but like the emotions you feel aren't that strong until you play as Abby yeah. you get to see those characters in a relationship you see Owen's long relationship with Abby and Abby's relationship with her father and and even Abby's relationship with Mel and Manny, and like you've got to see those things, so like you empathize more with them as real people. And so, I mean, like I said, that's like the whole point of it. And so, you have people that are upset and who just can't come to terms with Joel dying, playing as Abby, and like 
what are the reasons why you don't like Abby? Why? Because she's like physically she swollen as hell. Like she, yeah, she yeah. <laughs> like and she has a scowl on her face. Like I said, all she is is what Ellie would have been. You know. Yeah, that, say that five years from now or whatever. If, yeah, like you find out like you're continued on. You find out your your dad got killed like when you're around fifteen or sixteen. You're already dedicated to like training and all that stuff. So that would met that would definitely motivate me. Look at people like Daredevil and shit. Like they find out their dad died and stuff like that. They go hard. They train. They become like superheroes. Basically, Abby was strong as hell, and I'm 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 glad they they like they gave us enough with her story where she was doing a lot of different things, whether it be from like helping. Uh, live in Yara or trying to go back with Manny or trying to do something with uh, with the wolves themselves like I'm glad they they definitely d- uh, d- d- diverge or what I'm trying to say like gave her a, a, enough of like a different storyline where it didn't just feel like it was absolutely mirroring Ellie's like T for T like they gave her some like individual things that I thought really like amplified her character a lot more and made me not fall like not more empathetic but just like made me more attached more like all right i see where she's coming from i just thought like with um with the with the storytelling in particular when it comes to like killing the the people that were uh associated with abby like uh like nora like all of them would you have like i said would you have been more empathetic towards them had you got to know them before you uh like killed them so had they like shown abby's story a little bit more like i don't know i i thought it was fine either way but um i would have liked to have seen it yeah, I mean, I know you were excited to see like uh, Tommy take out Manny, but I, I felt bad because Manny was nah, helping bro. Abby. No, Manny spit on my spit, Manny spit on my boy Joe. As soon as he did I that, know, I was like, he's like done. I said, I would have, I would have wished to kill him, but uh, yeah, no. Nah, for dude, me, it was good. like, yeah, I understand, but remember, like from their perspective, they were like, oh, this is the guy that killed Abby's father. You know, like I said, it's all perspective, and it's all, and you also, know, so. I I don't even think there would have been a vaccine like even if they were able to to get the thing out no. of Ellie like no. especially maybe, because maybe. because they went to the ground zero and there was a big ass infected like after it it evolved like it became like a mega mega boss like a whole different type of thing so it seems like it was an evolving rapid disease rather than it could be stopped so I don't know I don't think that vaccine would have done shit so I I think Joel was right in the end and. And also, Abby's dad wasn't even going to ask Ellie what she thought about it. Like, yeah, that's the thing that bothered me the most was that they were going to do it without, without, yeah, without telling her and her permission. They were just going to do it. That was the See? thing. Like, yeah, but Joel could have came in there and be like, "Hey, man, this is her decision." Like, like that's why Ellie was pissed at Joel, right? Like, we yeah. we get that in that when she goes back to Colorado, it's like she didn't get that choice. She said that that was something that was taken away from Joel took it away from her. Um, but at the same time, the fireflies never told her like it should have been like she gets to choose or whatever. But yeah, I agree. With um, that. Um, in terms of like uh, some more like criticisms, I, I'd say, look, the gameplay is fun. It's, it's just like the first one. You know, they've upgraded a few things, but it's not vastly different from the first no. one. Um, and I would say like combat is is generally the same. They've added some, you know, obviously some new wrinkles in terms of like um, being able to swing and be able to go prone and crawl on the ground. So there's like little variances there. Yeah. But in general, I think the combat plus the puzzle solving is, you know, very similar. The graphics are gorgeous, man. Uh, the Ooh. lighting effects, the animation, the character models. 
there's a game I'm playing right now that you know I can't say what it is. Um, I think you but can. no, no, I can't. I can't say anything about oh, it. Oh, I oh. Say it. Anyways, but going from this to that, even though that other game is looks fantastic as well, it just doesn't. It's not the same level as The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, the there were some. There were some beautiful shots. I remember one specifically with uh, when you're with Abby and Lev, and you're just looking over the, their island. It's just in flames. It's just yep. like, God damn, that's that's like it's it's horrible what's happening over there. But it's a gorgeous shot. Like in, in general, like there were a lot of shots like that. Like when you were in the uh, the aquarium for the first time, just like seeing the all the blue oceans and things like that. I think visually, this was one of the better games I've seen in a, in, a, in the past couple of years. This is it's ridiculous, and I'm I'm still and I can't even imagine what it looks like on y'all. Like I'm playing, like I'm playing on the old, like the old 2013 PS4. So on the PS Pro, PS4 Pro, and all that, I imagine it looks like outstanding. I mean, I have a regular. I mean, my PS4 is newer than yours. It's the thin one, but it's not a mm-hmm. pro. So, okay. but it still looks fantastic. I have it hooked up to my. I don't even have a 4K monitor. I have a like a 2K monitor or something like that. Uh, the equivalent of a 2K, and it looks still looks gorgeous, you know, and and. Yeah, the the sound effects, everything about that. I, I would say uh, my negatives, like I mentioned before, were like the pacing of it, like in terms of in the first game, I think there was much more of a balance of like the story and cutscenes and the action, mm-hmm. you know, when you played. This one, man, there's times where you're like, you're playing, playing, and then once it cuts to a cutscene, you put that controller down because it's chill for a little you're, bit. You're there for a while, man. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not going to be a short one, you know, like they are long, long sequences and it's a story that they want to tell, but, but it's, you know, at some points where it's like more of a sit down and watch thing versus sit down and play. Or if it's maybe, you getting some story, but all your character do is doing is just walking in, walking and around. Yeah, yeah. So you're not like using you. You can't like pull out items, or you're just like you have to walk. And I, I yeah, I, I see what you're saying with that. I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I agree with that in a lot of ways, but um, I just felt like it was a little bit too long in in, oh, in yeah. general, like just just a tad bit. Like I said, I would have been. I, I understand what they did, why they did it by the end, but I think you could have cut and cut. The last couple, you could have cut a couple of scenes out of the last few hours, and it would have just shortened, tightened it up a little bit, and and I think I would have been fine. But other than that, I think I already gave off the the most of my critiques. My main one was killing the dogs. I was not was not a fan of that at all. That was hard to do. Um, I'm glad, yeah, I'm definitely glad Tommy Tommy was alive and he made it back by the end because I was. Uh, that kind of like made me salty at Abby for a little bit when I saw her kill like shoot both of them. I was like, all right, fuck this. But he was alive. Um. Um, it was, uh, I think, yeah, but Killing the Dogs, uh, I wish they would have, like I said early on, um, just made their stories more simultaneously rather than doing both, uh, one and then the other. I wish they would have cut back and forth. That, those are my main critiques, I think, thus far. I, I really don't have any other ones. The story's just a little bit too long, but other than that, I absolutely love the game. Like, there's, there's no really... I don't have any other... Yeah, I don't have really have any other issues with it besides what I listed thus far. Yeah, to me, uh, one of your criticisms I agree with, but at the same time, I know why they did it. But it caused it caused because if you go your way in terms of splitting up the things, I think the pacing would be a little more even in terms of 
of the gameplay and the story, but I, I, I know why they lumped it all together because they really wanted you to get that effect of being with Abby for a long, prolonged yeah. period of time and empathizing with her character. But it caused another problem, which, which is why the game is too long, is because obviously you need to tell Ellie's side of the story because that's the character that we're familiar with from the first one with Joel, her connection to Joel and, and whatnot. But the problem is, is now you have to give this a good amount of time to Abby. So you're repeating a lot of stuff, even if it's not necessarily the same exact story. You're in the same locations. It's the same time time reference. So you've got to give that all. So basically, you're doing the same thing again. If you notice, they upped all the like getting the tools and the pills and stuff for Abby because they know that you need to catch her yeah. character up. Yeah, uh, it was, it to, was to, very quick to elevate her yeah. her stuff. Yeah, yeah, because they needed to, but they they you know so they wanted to give you that long period of time, but therefore that created the whole game being longer. And, and you, like I said, like you said. Like having Ellie, having more time with Ellie at the end probably would have been better, but then they would have just tacked on another several hours. And so it's just one of those things where it really felt like a a, a, te- a television series, right? Like I, a- yeah, I agree with you when you like just now, you I think you hit the nail on the head because as I was thinking about it, had we had they done it where you were like going back and forth with, yeah. with Ellie and Abby, then there would always been some part of me that was always just always going to be attached to ellie more off yeah. so than not like i would have been like all right i'm back with ellie again like i'll forget about what i'm doing with abby or i won't be as as aware but forcing us like to to sit and play with abby and build like i said building those relationships building that that bond over a long period of time i think really made it for a satisfying conclusion and satisfying like ending once everything did end up building up together so i don't know i feel like there was a way to to do what we're, I think there was a way to to meet in the middle of both what what you're saying and then also what I kind of wanted, but all all around I think it was a good story and yeah. uh, well written. Uh, I would love to. So I, we already know they're doing a uh, they're doing a, a series about this for mm-hmm. HBO. So it'll be interesting to see like if they're gonna and try to weave this story in because if you do that, then you would I think it would make sense to probably you need to introduce Abby in season one like later yeah. introduce do that whole story part early on. So when it does, like when it happens, that like, you can you can do a season two or a season three with Abby as one of the main characters instead of like doing this because that would have now that we're talking about, it, I think that would have been interesting had you shown maybe like shown Abby in the first game like yeah. in uh, something like that. I don't know, it would have been cool, but but yeah, we're just speculating, uh, doing stuff like that now. But all in all, I, I absolutely love this game, so I'm I'm just I don't know, I don't get all the. The, the controversy around it, man. Just the, the just, I guess it's just the leaks, just everything. It, it was just, it blew up. And then now, I think now the general audience people are actually going back and really playing and, and getting to see it for themselves rather than just relying on the yeah. comments. Because I've seen a lot of people now just say like, oh, I actually played it. Like, all right, it's it's good. It's 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 on par with the first one. Rather than no, I'm just gonna blow it off. Like fuck it. Like I've seen the leaks. Like no, if you've seen the leaks, if you've seen any of that, like give give it a chance yourself. Like Dennis said, we're not gonna ever fault or not gonna call out somebody for saying they didn't like a game if they've actually played it. If you haven't played it and you're just judging it off of somebody else's reaction or somebody else's comments, then that's not fair at all. Yeah, um, and then in terms of. We talked about uh, briefly, you're like, oh, you'd like to see a part three. Um, I, I think it should end. 
if they want to do, uh, do I haven't played DLC. this game, but you said uh, what Uncharted uh, Lost Legacy. Yeah, is that the name of it? Like where it's like a spinoff? Yeah, they it's like do a, a spinoff. Sure, they won't do it though because of the reaction to Abby. Uh, you know, because other people like hate her so much. I would be fine with it, and but I don't want to see a part three. If you want to do a spinoff with them, too, sure. Um, but I don't want to see a part three. I think the way that the story is that there doesn't need. We don't need to see Ellie go further on. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were done, I would like Joel. to see. I would like to see her. I would want to see her get happiness. She's been through hell. Like uh, you I give don't... me all I want is a, a a quick DLC. You give me a quick catch up, like a couple years later. Show me what Liv and Abby are doing. Show me what Ellie's doing. I hope she's happy, and I'll be fine with that. And you wrap it up like that. Just a little DLC and showing me Ellie's happy because I, I I'm just sad that now like Joel's Joel's dead. Ellie's by herself. Like both of our main characters that we got introduced to in the first game, they're just. Oh, Joel's dead, but Ellie's now just sad. Like, it, I mean, they could even do a DLC like they did with uh, Left Behind, where it's like, uh, it's it takes place during The Last of Us Part Two, maybe, or even before Last of Us Part Two, before or after Part One, where maybe it is Ellie and Joel back together. And you get a couple, you get a couple missions. I, I think, Something yeah, I think like I, I would like that because I think what we also see with the the controversy and the and and just people in general being thrown off for this game is that I think they a lot of people went in expecting to see although it's going to be a time jump to see you spending to see that relationship of Joel and Ellie like continue and you guys do missions and stuff like that together in this game so I think it threw people off when it was abruptly abruptly like oh Joel's dead y'all aren't gonna there's no father-daughter bonding time in this game y'all are going to just spend time with ellie so i think that kind of threw people off but once you sit back and look at the bigger picture and the story they were trying to tell i think they uh they nailed it all right let's give our overall thoughts and uh give us a score out of 10 um i'll go first you know i i think as a story and a narrative you know i think uh neil Druckmann and Haley gross did a phenomenal job it is you know, one of the best stories in a video game that I, I've I've seen, and I think, you know, one of the criticisms about the violence it's it's very it's one of the most violent games I've ever oh, played. Hell but, yeah! And, and for some, it it can be, uh, I don't know, over I don't know if over, overbearing is the right word for, it, but just a, a bit too much. Uh, but I think that's kind of the point of it. It's you just want the violence to end by the end of it because you're like just seeing so much of it. Um, but I, I think you know a lot of the themes of like pain and loss with mirroring Abby's father's death, with Joel's death, mirroring Ellie's, uh, you know, her perspective and Abby and both their journeys. You know, you have forgiveness and mercy. You know. Abby being merciful to Ellie twice and then Ellie ultimately being merciful to her at the end and forgiving, forgiving each other. Um, and then just the, the, the cost of violence, uh, just all the things that, that were done, you know, seeing it, Abby's father's death from her perspective and seeing, Oh, okay. To her, Joel, who we love is, is some sort of like monster that haunts her, you know? And so, I think from a story wise, they use that gameplay effectively for that end. And I think, you know, with all the music, the voice acting, everything, like I said, my issues were a bit too long. Um, some pacing issues in terms of like where you sit, like literally like sit for five minutes watching cutscenes and then go into the games. 
pacing wise could have been a little better, but overall I'm going to give it a, a 9.5 out, hey. out of 10. Okay. Okay. I, I'm going to uh, echo your same uh, sentiments. I absolutely love this game. If I'm going to be blunt, I'm going to give it a nine out of 10. I was thinking 9.5, but I'm giving it a nine out of 10. I love this game. Like I said, my only critiques, I wish we would have got a little bit of Abby early on just to kind of, set up what uh i know the story uh, set up our story but all in all i think they did a good job of just writing a fantastic story like i said in the end it it really blew me away by the time you finally finish your long arc with abby you truly i truly felt connected to the character i was rooting for her i understood what she was coming from and i thought they just did a good job of world building storytelling and and introducing a, a bunch of new characters while still not forgetting the old ones like i'm glad we got to see my girl marlene i'm glad we got to see Tommy back again, and, and he didn't die. So I just thought, all in all, that they did a good job of re, re bringing back some of the old characters while still like giving us some great storytelling with Ellie and Abby, and then also just giving us a satisfying conclusion where every not everybody wins in the end, but you know, like my girl Ellie, she survived. She didn't get Dina. She she's alone right now, but I don't know. She's a fighter. She'll bounce back. I I think I think she she'll have a bright future. In, 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 in my mind, she went back to. In my mind, she went back to Jackson, talked to Dina, and they, came they back worked to the out. Farm. She was like, she was they like, came back plans. to the farm. They're living there. They're, they're and it's just like before. I love how picturesque they they made that whole farm thing. They got the the cute baby. They got the the fields. The sun is setting with the beautiful sunset colors, and they make the it basically sh- like this this you know Nirvana for her and Dina. And it's like, of she course, go, she like, goes raise cattle they got cattle and shit like they got they got everything yeah they got everything so i i, I was like end it right there but you know all in all I, I was just blown away by the story and i'm glad that i actually sat through and played it didn't let anybody's reaction or let anybody's comments like pander my decision because i thought it was a great story and like we said again play it for yourself before you you like rule it out because i think once people sit down and actually just give it a chance and just sit there and just like soak everything in and let it breathe you'll actually see the story that they were trying to tell rather than the one that people are trying to paint at you yeah and i i think everything is done with with a purpose and like i said there's some things that are kind of unavoidable in terms of things that let maybe detract from it but everything is done with a with with a purpose so yeah and also remember it's a video game don't send death threats to people grow up please yeah all right uh that's it for our spoiler review of the last of us Part two, uh, this is definitely, uh, I think, one of my funnest spoiler reviews that I've done because it's like there's so much to, to talk about. I'm sure we could talk another hour about all the <laughs> stuff that happened. I'm sure there's there's scenes and moments and things that we, we missed. Let us know what you guys think of the game. Have you played it all the way through? I hope you did because if you listen to this, everything was spoiled <laughs> for you. Uh, and let us know your thoughts on the story, the gameplay, and all the other stuff. I think, you know, uh, Naughty Dog should be commended for 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 you know, doing something that wasn't easy, you know, they could have done the easy thing and made a game very similar to the first one. Right. I mean, in terms of gameplay wise, they did, but narratively is is much different uh, than than the first one. Uh, They could have just done that and cashed the checks because this game, regardless of all the controversy is selling a ton. It's a making that money. Yeah. Um, But yeah, let us know your thoughts in the comments below, or, you know, if you're listening on the podcast, you know, hit us up on uh, Dorian. Where can people find you? Uh, find me on Twitter at Dorian Parks and Rec on Instagram, Dorian Parks. And then you can tweet us at Collider Gaming. We're, we're, all, we're all over the place. Yeah. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Think Hero, Instagram, Dennis.tzng. Make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com 
slash Collider Games. Find us on the Collider Factory podcast feed where we have uh, our weekly uh, games podcast every week. But then we have interviews are up there. We had an interview with Troy Baker it's on that podcast feed. We had an interview with Dante Bosco is up there. This spoiler review is going to be up there. Uh, so it's going to be more than just the, the weekly game podcast. So until next time, see you guys later. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.